You're in the middle of doing your mascara when you get a message. And before you even pick up your phone to look at the screen, you know exactly what it will say. Sure enough, it is a message from your friend Samantha canceling on tonight's plans, even though you're 20 minutes away from driving to meet her for happy hour. Immediately, you're frustrated. You were really looking forward to this and needed a break after a really tiresome week. But then you feel a little convicted because you've canceled plans yourself. So do you really have the right to be upset? How is it that you all got into a rhythm of volleyball cancellations? She cancels, you cancel, and then simultaneously you wonder why you don't feel as connected as you used to be. On today's episode of the Friend Forward podcast, which is a replay of an earlier episode from two years ago, we'll explore what to do when a friend cancels on you and how to stop getting into the habit of canceling plans yourself. So if this is something you're guilty of and you're growing increasingly frustrated with it happening to you, then let's jump in. This is Friend Forward, the podcast. And if you're having girl problems, I got you. I'm your host, Danielle Byer-Jackson, a friendship coach, speaker, and author. And when it comes to the joys, complexities, and misconceptions surrounding female friendship, I am here to help you through it. Okay, deep breath, because today's episode makes me feel some kind of way. Today, we are talking about flaking, ghosting, backing out, canceling, whatever you want to call it, but it's almost become a cultural phenomenon. The idea of not following through with whatever you have previously scheduled with a friend. And while it's becoming increasingly acceptable, it's also becoming increasingly frustrating. And you'll notice that it's like a cultural phenomenon. In fact, as I record this, I go on Twitter, okay, and I look up cancel plans, just that phrase in the search bar on Twitter, and you will see a very entertaining uh, strand of responses, people who are talking right now in real time about the topic. And the fact that it's so flooded with commentary, this one subject, really does demonstrate the point of how comfortable we have gotten with doing it to each other and also how poorly we're managing when it's done to us. So you've seen this before. You see the memes on like Instagram, Facebook about how relieved you secretly get when somebody cancels plans. You're like, yes, that's awesome. But then there are times you're super frustrated or you don't know what it means for the friendship. Um, Literally right now, as I'm looking on Twitter, one lady writes, I cancel plans to spend time with me. Okay, girl, I feel you, but let's talk about why that's super problematic. Um, Another writes, hey, I'll cancel my plans if you just tell me that you want to see me. That's a whole other topic we're going to address is the things we do to our friends when a new love interest comes into our lives. Um, Several memes about, oh, when I say I'm canceling plans and then what I'm really doing. And then, of course, some meme of you in your pajamas watching freaking Netflix. So this goes to show that we're all dealing with it. But I have to say I'm not seeing the right conversations take place surrounding why we do it and the inevitable consequences and strain it has on our friendship. So we're going to address two groups. We're going to start with those of us who cancel and the things we need to do to not fall into that habit. And then we're going to address getting canceled on and how you should manage it instead of just being frustrated or writing off their friendship or secretly being 
passive aggressive in every exchange you have a couple considerations for the woman who finds herself canceling plans there are three things i want to offer to you to consider the next time you are tempted to send that text that's like actually i can't so here's the first thing for those of us who tend to flake here's the first thing to keep in mind number one you are locking yourself in a situation you can't get out of you are locking yourself in to a situation you can't get out of. So let's say you receive an invitation to a dinner party or to go see a movie with a friend. We tend to jump right into like, yeah, that sounds awesome. Let me know what time. On its face, that seems relatively harmless, right? Like we're saying, yeah, okay, that sounds awesome. I would love to do that next weekend. But here's the problem is you can't account for how you might feel next week weekend or next week so let's say it's monday night and somebody's asked you to go to a birthday dinner next tuesday night at 6 p.m well in the moment you're like of course that sounds fun and that's my friend so i want to show support i'll be there but here's some things you should start to consider when you receive those invitations the first is think about the time the place of the actual event you're being invited to and consider that against the mindset you might find yourself in. So if you've been invited to something a week away, it's at six o'clock, which means it's after work. What position might you find yourself in? Mentally, would you be pretty tapped out after a long day at the office? Will you feel like combating uh, rush hour traffic in order to get there? Is it something that requires you to go home and change your clothes? Who are the other people there? Are they people that you can feel totally comfortable with so you don't mind kind of sliding through after work? Or is it one of those friendship groups where you kind of have to really use up mental energy just to be there and you won't be in the mood? So consider the environment of the event and the mindset you will have for the particular invitation you're getting. And if you can't 100% know right away that it's something you'd be thrilled to go to, then don't say yes. Because once you do say yes, one of two things will happen. Either that moment will creep up on you and you'll realize, gosh, what did I sign up for? I really can't handle this. And you'll have to cancel, which is just bad for your reputation. I don't think we talk about reputation enough. Uh, it used to be like an old school theme and value that was preached to us by our parents. But think about your reputation. Do you want to be known as the flaker? Okay, as a flake? No. Or what will happen is you do go, but you're dreading it all week long because you know you're not going to be on the, in the mood. So it ends up being a week long thing of you dreading this thing that's coming up in six days. So you're borrowing worry. You're borrowing trouble for six days on end. That doesn't sound pleasant at all. So don't lock yourself in with a yes when it's going to be something you can't get out of. Consider the event. Consider your mindset. The second thing to keep in mind to help you avoid being a flake is to remember a firm no is just fine. Here's, that's, here's why that's especially difficult for women, however, is research shows us that women have a higher degree of agreeableness than men. This means more we are more likely to say yes. We're more likely to say, yeah, girl, me too. And I don't necessarily think that that study is saying we are more passive or docile. I don't think it means it in that way. I think it's just that we're so eager sometimes to establish common ground, similarity, you know, like-mindedness with someone that we're saying like, yeah, me too. Totally. That sounds great because it feels good. Right. And also because it creates connection and we are beings that really thrive on intimacy and closeness with another woman. So when we get an invitation to attend something, 
or plans to go somewhere tomorrow night, it's like, yeah, of course, you know, it feels friendly. It feels positive. But even as sometimes we offer that yes, we know in our minds it is a no. So here's a secret that you should cling to that I hope will offer you relief. A firm no is fine. Now, of course, delivery matters. I don't mean if a friend asks you to come out with her tomorrow night, you say no, but thanks. Okay. I mean, get it together. Obviously you got to deliver it with some kind of, you know, gentleness, but I mean it like this. Let's say uh, friends at work are saying, all right, well, we're going to go to happy hour tomorrow. You should totally come. You might be tempted to say, okay, yeah, sounds good. Even though you don't want to, I encourage you to say this instead. Uh, I don't think I can make it, but give me all the details on Monday morning. Cause I know y'all are going to get crazy. So promise me you'll download me on how it goes. That's a firm. No, I ain't coming. But it also creates like a, a, a kindness, a friendliness that shows that there's no hard feelings surrounding your decline of that event. So find a way to say, oh, I can't make it, but dot, 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 and either offer an alternative where you say, no, I can't make it, but maybe next Friday, or just follow it up with a, but girl, download me on the details because I know it's going to be a good time. That's totally fine acceptable and now you can skip away problem free to whatever event you have planned without dreading saying yes to an event that you shouldn't have said yes to and the third tip for those of us who tend to flake is if you have to then go unpopular opinion but we value commitment people who do what they say they're going to do And if you said, yeah, I'll be there on Friday and Friday afternoon rolls around and you don't feel like going, guess what? Go because you said that you would. And I don't think we elevate that option as much as the others. Yes, we can blame technology for making it way too easy to send a text and back out. But I beg you, I beg you to consider the consequences of when you do that. It may have been easy to do but the impact may be more than you signed up for. So even though it was a quick no and then you go on about your life, you throw in your sweats and download with some Netflix, there's nothing wrong with that. But what are some unintended consequences of doing just that? People kind of mentally making a no and then really not trusting you, you not being seen as a person of your word, you not being seen as supportive because you said that you'd do something, but then you didn't. And we value follow through in a friendship reliability in a friendship. It's very important in building trust with friends. And I think we separate the two. Oh, canceling plans feels innocent, but actually it's a trust issue. It ain't a, cancel, a canceling issue. It's not a reliability or, a, or a, a spontaneous issue. It's not an issue of spontaneity. It's about trust. And you do that enough times. And although your friends might still be friendly with you, they will trust you less. So I beg you that you sometimes entertain the third option that I'm offering here, which is to do what you said you're going to do and to just be a woman of your word. Those are the considerations I have to offer for those of us who tend to flake. But when it comes to getting flaked on, how do you handle kind of being in your feelings and rightfully so, how do we manage being flaked on without getting bitter without holding it against our friends, a couple pieces of advice for you. The first is 
try giving her the benefit of the doubt of the doubt. So it's likely that when she tells you she double booked or she got caught up with the baby or she's super tired from work, she actually means it. So try extending a bit of grace and let her know that you understand. Life, it really does get complicated. It gets unpredictable. And sometimes it is hard to maintain commitments in the chaos of daily living. So try to do your best to resist the urge to create a mental story about her being deceptive or not caring and take her words at face value and then just try to reschedule. So benefit of the doubt. The second piece of advice that I can offer for a girl who's just been flaked on is to maybe send a reminder to her beforehand. Or so this, I guess, is is before she actually flakes on you. Try sending her a reminder beforehand. So is if it's almost time for the coffee date that you arranged a week ago, it might be helpful to send her a friendly reminder like 24 hours beforehand just to kind of prevent that from even being an issue. And if she no longer wants to meet up, it gives her a chance to say so before you find yourself dressed up and driving to the coffee shop. It can also help if she's genuinely forgotten about the plans. You know, it gives her that opportunity to make sure everything's in order so that you two can actually hang out. The third tip that I can offer here is to say what you mean. So let's say you just received that text that's like, sorry, can't make it. It can be tempting to respond with, oh girl, that's okay, when she's ditched you for like the third time. But it would actually be very disingenuous of how you really feel. So instead, maybe try something that offers truth in a way that's not accusatory or passive aggressive. So try something like, oh, that's too bad. I was looking forward to another good belly laugh with you. It was tough for me to find a day that worked with my schedule, but I can totally find a way to carve out time next time if you want to link up soon. So let me know. Miss you. To be totally honest, I had a female friend do this with me maybe two months ago. We had made plans a week in advance to do something, and she has a job where she flies around, and she's just kind of an all-around badass, and she's always doing super cool things. And so we made this plan a week in advance, and she was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. And we hadn't talked about it for a full week, so I kind of didn't know if it was happening or not. And so kind of last minute, I had some things going on with the baby and traffic, and I was like, hey, you know, I, I don't know if you were still trying to meet up, but maybe we can reschedule it with everything going on. And she gave me this same response about, oh, okay, I understand it was actually, you know, tricky for me to try to find some time to meet up and I saved today for you, but I understand that things come up. And I didn't take it as shade. She was absolutely right. I was disregarding the intentional moves that she had to make to carve out time for me. So I suggest that you do the same. Another tip if you... Um, tend to get flaked on or you don't want to experience that again is let the other person off of the hook from the beginning. So if you notice uncertainty when you initially suggest the hangout, then remind the friend that you two don't have to set anything in stone. So studies have, you know, shown that agreeableness, remember, that we're likely to say, yeah, girl, me too. And this is definitely present when women feel the need to accept invitations. So if you notice that she's not sure if she can come from the very beginning, then don't force her to set something in stone. That way you're not set up for disappointment when she realizes that she actually can't attend and it helps her to not feel obligated. And the last piece of advice I can 
offer to somebody who's just been flaked on is to consider the track record. If your friend cancels an outing, then show her grace and understanding. But if she repeatedly bails on your friend dates, then consider A, no longer initiating get-togethers, and B, evaluating the priority of the friendship. So there are several cultural factors at play as to why it's more common than ever for people to cancel plans, but you don't have to accept it, especially if it's something that's making you unhappy and kind of frustrating you. So if you value follow through and you value reliability, but your girlfriend has made repeated habits of ditching, then it's time to have a conversation because that becomes a matter of disrespect for your boundaries and disrespect for your time. Okay, repeated cancellations are demonstrates are, are demonstrations of that disrespect. Um, so maybe that indicates it's time to have an honest conversation, something that many women avoid, despite its power to clarify and bring understanding in our friendships. So look at the friendship and see if your expectations of the relationship align. Life is unpredictable. Sometimes it leads to cancellations and plans that are forgotten and agreements that we break. That's just what it is. But we owe each other a little understanding and we owe each other follow through and commitment to our word. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode replay. And if you have any questions or want to explore this further, then I hope to see you over at betterfemalefriendships.com or you can join us over on Instagram at friendforward. Until then, you know that I'll be right here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Until next time.